Hi guys, and welcome back to my show. I wasn't ready for this. Today I'm really excited to not only be back, but also I have a very beautiful, talented guest on the show today. Her name is Pamela Valdez. And yeah, I'm super excited for you guys to get to know her, just to le learn a little bit more about her. And she's just been killing the game. And I thought like this would be the best way to for you guys to get to know each other. So let's get right into it. Hi, Pamela. Hi, thank you for having me. Of course, thank you for, you know, doing charity work for me and <laughs> It's very nice to meet you. For you guys that don't know, I actually slid through Pamela's, um, not her DMs, but her emails, and I was like, please come and join the show. I've been following her content for a while now, and you're into like the fashion industry, right? Yes, yes. So what, how did you get into it? Like what made you decide like, okay, I want to be a fashion influencer? Mm -hmm. I have, I actually go to fashion school right now. Wow. So I go to the Fashion Institute of Technology and I'm going to be getting a degree in fashion business management. So when I graduated high school and I already had like my acceptance to FIT, I just felt so unprepared. And I was like, I know everyone is going into fashion school because like they have something that like is about them that they really are going to like show off at school. So I'm like, I love social media. I love clothes. I love styling. It would be so fun to kind of just put myself out there now that I'm graduating, kind of just start like a new thing online. And I was like, I'm going to start doing just fashion content. And that was really like what gave me that like push into the industry. Were you ever like nervous when you got into it? Like, did you ever feel like, oh man, I have to put myself out there. What do I do? Yes. And I was actually really scared that like people from where I live were going to be like, what is she doing? Like, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> so like, I put it off for such a long time because I was like, people are going to make fun of me. They're going to be like, she's trying to be this person that she's not. And I was just like, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to school in New York. I, I need like this clean, new, kind of like almost like new me. So, but I, I was really just scared about like what people were going to think of me because I was really insecure. And I was like, I know, like, I live in a small town. I know everyone's going to talk where it's going to get around, but I was like, I'm just going to do it. Like, I'm just going to, I'm just not going to care. Yeah, no, I, um, I felt like I was going through like kind of the same thing when I started off my podcast. Cause I was like, you know, I want to do social media. I've been thinking about doing social media for a while, but I never felt like okay, I'm just going to put myself out there because it's just like so many external factors that play into it mm -hmm. when it comes to it. And I feel like a lot of people think it's just like this um, luxurious lifestyle, but they don't realize like the yes. work that goes into it. So is there like some sort of process that you follow or that you do that way it like helps you through the social media industry? Like how I got um, like over that fear almost? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was watching other YouTubers and other people online and I was just thinking like what if I just stopped caring what if I just imagined like this entire new life that I could have if I just put myself out there and I started doing like a lot of journaling and 
all kind of like manifesting i was just looking i was making like pinterest boards and everything and i was like this is like the life that i want this is what i could have if i just start now i never know in a year where i could be like you never even know tomorrow like what could happen you could blow up so i I just finally stopped looking at everyone around me and like wishing I was them. And I was like, I'm just going to start and try to see where I could be a few months, even a year from now. Right. And how, like when you were doing that, when was that moment where you were like, oh crap, like I, I made it, I'm in now and I can do what I want to do. Definitely when I started getting people like brands emailing me and when I started getting invited to things I was like wait like this is real this is (laughs) happening I was like these people know I exist I I always when I go to like events I'm always like how do they know me like I'm just a girl from New Jersey and now I'm (laughs) at fashion week like it's so weird and like when you were so you grew up in New Jersey yeah So you grew up in New Jersey and then you moved to New York. Are you in New York now for school? I commute to New York. Yeah, so I still live in New Jersey. I was born and raised here and I just take the train to New York every day. Well, every other day if I have class. So do you ever find like your classes interfering with like your social media work and like what you have to get done for brand. Oh my god, yes. I I didn't tell my mom this, but I've skipped like class sometimes <laughs> to go to an event. Like I remember the week of like fashion week in September. It was literally the first month of school and this um I was I think like I think it was like my first few like weeks of school and I got invited to a show and I was like I don't care if it's my first month of school like I have to go and then I did the same (laughs) thing like yeah like I I did not tell my mom I was just like yeah I'm going to class but like she like didn't know I was like I'm just gonna go to this show because it's a once in a lifetime opportunity but I never skipped class like that was just for those (laughs) it's all good you gotta do what you gotta do yeah And like, okay, so you also started a business that you have. And so what it talk to us a little bit more about like your business and what went into it when you decided, okay, I want to do this. Yeah, I have a social media management agency. It's called Valdez Agency. I started that last year, last January. And I was doing work for clients. So I would just manage their social media. This was before I ever um had like a platform online I think I had like maybe like a thousand followers on Instagram and I had like less than 10k on TikTok but I was just doing this to get experience put things on my resume and learn to work with clients so I just would manage their social media create graphics figure out like a strategy for what they want to do and up until recently I actually shifted over now to making my agency more of like a platform for influencers and creators who want to get in the space. So now instead of doing freelance work, I post online opportunities for other creators who don't really know about certain platforms and what they're offering and where they could sign up, how it's free and just every, a lot of different platforms that I know. Now I'm just putting it out there for other people. That's amazing. I actually need to look into that because I'm like, girl, you need to help me out. (laughs) Over here, try. But like, so have you seen anyone like engage with it? Any other creators engage with it and like actually go from 
being smaller to at least like growing within a couple months or even a year or so? Like, have you seen growth between your creators? Yeah, I actually have gotten some comments from people that just like leave it like on my videos. They're like, you told me to sign up for this. And now I just got like my first paid collab. And I was like, oh my God, like that's yeah. amazing. Like, cause people DM me all the time and they're like, do you do like one-on-one meetings? Like, do you do this? And I'm, I like, I don't do that right now. I just post like everything that I can online, like for free. And I'm like, guys, like these are all free, like just sign up. And I'm telling you, like, you can do it. And I've, I've gotten a lot of comments of people that have gotten opportunities because of something I posted randomly. And I'm like, this is so awesome. Like, I love that. Great. No, that's great. Just because like, I know now, like, I feel like a lot of things have shifted in this last year where people are like trying to, okay, put themselves out there and they're trying to figure out where to go. And have you seen, like, even with you, when you're creating, like things have changed within the industry in the last year or so? Have things like gotten better? Do you think it's harder now to make it as an influencer? I I feel like that's like a yes and no. Like, yeah, yes, it has gotten so much easier for you to land collaborations and for you to work with brands. But at the same time, it's also so hard now to grow because everybody is a creator. And I remember I, there was this like thing going around like on TikTok a few weeks ago. That, like Emma Chamberlain said that like, yes. over. And I was like, <laughs> it's like it's canceled. It's done. Yeah. Because she was like, everybody is a creator. And I was like, I don't think that's a bad thing. I just feel like that means everyone has an opportunity now to finally do what they've always wanted to do. So I also feel like when that happened, a lot of creators were upset because they were just like, well, now it's a big moment for people of color and just people from different backgrounds that are just now getting recognized that are just now, exactly. you know, getting started in, into the industry. And like, have you seen that affect you at all? Like being like an influencer who is Latina, who is trying to get into fashion? Like, have you ever dealt with any negativity when it comes to that? I have seen just like many others, like some grow faster than others and others stay very stagnant and they don't really grow that much um we also see like a lot of people online who kind of have like a more bougie lifestyle they get like more followers because they could afford to like you know do these awesome things it it definitely is really hard I I try not to look at that I try not to compare myself a lot because I'm like everyone has their own journey everyone has their everything's gonna happen to everyone at their own time and I I just try to remind myself of that a lot have you ever had to deal with like any like hate comments or anything like that? Or And if you did, like, how do you get through that? And what is your best advice when it comes to that? Yeah, I, I got my first hate comment actually like a few months ago. And I think it was like on an Instagram reel. Like I posted something about like how I was making money online, not in like an MLM kind of way. Like, oh, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I, I was just trying to be like very transparent and I was like I was able to make this much from like a paid collaboration and then someone commented that it was fake or they were like you're not an influencer you have 2,000 followers like you're not doing any of that and then just more like on TikTok I remember my first video that ever went viral it was for like the Revlon versus the Dyson like brush 
oh my god so many people were like coming at me for that video and they were like we can't like all afford a dyson or they were like you need to clean your brush like it's so like it was just so many people like leaving like weird it's comments like the weirdest comments too yeah. you're like they'll comment on something that has nothing to do with the video whatsoever it's like yes. they're looking for something to complain about and exactly it's, it's so dumb to me that i'm like you have the time to comment something like this but like what are you doing with your life you know what I yeah mean? exactly and it, it's just so many like random things like it'll go from like you're you don't know how to do this or you're lying to like go clean your brush and i'm like okay okay no. <laughs> So, okay, I, what do you do to kind of separate yourself from social media and, like, influencing? Do you, like, do anything for yourself, for, like, self-care? Yeah, um, when it comes to social media, I try to be as transparent as possible because I feel like a year or two ago, everyone was being so secretive about, like, how they made money online or, like, you would see <laughs> these creators, like living their best life and you're like how are you doing this and they so, won't say a word <laughs> exactly or like you'll see those videos on tiktok where it's like everyone's asking in the comments like how did you do this and then the creator does not Silent. say anything Silent. yeah so i just i've always wanted to be very personal with my community online whether it's like five followers or like a hundred thousand like i want to be as transparent as possible so i always try to reply to comments with the video I don't really see a lot of like other creators do that a lot because I always just kind of see them replying with like a few words in the comments. But if someone asks me a question, I'm like, I'm going to go in depth with this. Like I will make a three minute video, like replying to this and giving as much information as I can. Um, and then for self care, I recently have been trying to not be on my phone as much. I'm reading now. I just finished a book last week from Colleen Hoover. So Ooh, now reading. I just finished Hopeless. It was so good. So now I'm like reading another book and I've just been really trying to do things outside of my phone more just for me because I used to read so much when I was little and I'm like, I need to get back into it. So me definitely too. that. I feel like um, I'm always on my phone a lot, especially at night when you're just like scrolling through it. Yes. I feel like it almost causes more anxiety and it just because then it's like oh you start scrolling you're like oh why is this per like this person is living like this what can mm -hmm. I do to like better like what am I doing wrong and have you ever gone through that I know earlier you said you try not to compare yourself yeah. but has it always been like that attitude where you're like I'm not going to compare myself I'm just going to keep doing me not as of recently I've have been a lot more confident in myself but this didn't happen until like a year ago like I up until a year ago I was still very insecure and I still have my moments like to this day but it it did take a while to grow out of that because like I said before I live in such a small town and I just get so afraid that like everyone is just gonna spread like what you say and it could be like you could tell one person I want to start content creation and the next thing you know everybody knows and then they're like she thinks like she's gonna do this so I, I wasn't as confident in myself until about a year ago. And now I actually have people that are from where I'm from that are like, how did you do this? Like, this is so cool. Yeah, so right. like, if I never, if I never put myself out there, if I never kind of did that, like mindset 360, then none of this would have ever happened. 
So did you blow up on TikTok first or was it your Instagram? So like, how did it, what happened? Did you just wake up one day and you're like, you had like a bunch of followers? <laughs> like, I, I wish, I, I wish that it was like that. You're like, I'll post the video and I'm like, tomorrow's the day I'm going to wake up and be Charlie D'Amelio. <laughs> yes. So like, what was your, what was your moment? Like, how did it work for you? I actually grew like very slow on TikTok compared to other people. I, there's some people I follow now that they started their journey like in February and now they're at like 50K and I'm like, how did you guys do this? Like, I've been on TikTok for a little bit over a year. I started in March 2021. Okay. So now we're, yeah, it's been a little bit over a year. But it was definitely on TikTok first. It's definitely a lot easier to grow on there. You could post one video and get like 5,000 followers. Um, but I hit 10,000 followers, I think like back in February, I believe. So it was almost at my one year mark. I hit 10,000. Yeah. And then I've just been kind of growing from there, but it was really from just posting like very, very consistently. I went from posting like once a day to three times to seven times. And on Instagram, it's definitely been a lot slower. I feel like that is one of the hardest apps now to grow on. Oh my gosh. But Instagram. Yeah. Like I've been stuck at 3000 for like a while now but a lot of my followers from TikTok have been going over to there which I like because we can all like talk on another platform now and then you right. guys can kind of see more of like a up to date like this like you can Instagram story I don't use the TikTok story <laughs> so yeah I kind of want to like this is awkward I've I've never used it so I'm just like I'm going to stick to Instagram and that can be like more of an up to date um like this is what I'm doing right now so what um okay so you sort of went from tiktok to then instagram are you on pinterest at all i am i'm just trying to figure out how to market myself on there because i get like i get really good page views but i don't know how to market myself over to instagram and stuff it's so hard like me neither i okay so <laughs> for someone like me i need advice and i was like <laughs> I was wondering, because for me, I don't have, and I feel like this is a question maybe you can help with for a lot of my listeners. It's like, you don't, when you don't have a specific niche, let's say, and you just go on there and you talk and, because like for me, sometimes I'm like, oh, like I talk a lot in general anyways. And I'm like, okay, let me just record myself talking, like having a conversation. But if you have no niche, is it still possible to become like an influencer and get into that industry? Or like, do you have to like go down and niche down and have a specific thing you do? Absolutely not. Like I actually talked about this a few months ago or a few weeks ago, I think. I was talking about how it's, I feel like it's so out right now to just have one niche. I always stress to my followers, you should have sub niches right. where you're not just focusing on one thing because I was focused on fashion content for so many months and I did not see any growth at all. And I was like, I'm going to branch out. I'm going to do a little bit of lifestyle, a little bit of social media tips. And then when I branched out and I started, you know, doing things in different industries and niches, that's when I noticed like 
people like this. People don't just want you to be in one corner. You should definitely try to get as many opportunities as you can. So, because I was like, because I've been okay, so I've been talking for like just making random videos on TikTok, but I try to keep it very like I'm not just going on there talking about anything. Sometimes I'll have like a specific like topic that I'll talk about because like I work right now in the corporate world, which I wanted to talk to you about a little bit more was like, have you ever considered um, like if you had to choose between doing this full time? Or working like a job that's like a nine to five how would you do that or do you think you would stick to influencing oh my god this is something that like my friends and I talk about all the time <laughs> and I like I always get so much anxiety when I get this question because no, 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 no. I don't know no, 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 no. my because my friends they tell me all the time they're like Pamela like if you like blow up are you still gonna like get a full-time job or are you like what are you gonna do because they were like if I were you I would just take this full time but then I I'm like it's so like unstable you really never know like I'm dealing with a situation right now where like this brand was supposed to pay me like over a month ago and they were like we don't have the funds now so you're gonna have to wait and then it's like you don't know how much you how long you have to wait and I think like what if I lived on my own like what if I had to pay rent and I was depending on this brand deal and they're like you're just gonna have to wait to get paid I just it's so hard but in a perfect world like if brands paid everybody on time and if brands were always like on top of things with creators I would love to go full-time with it but I definitely think like after I graduate I'm still gonna get a full-time job work in the fashion industry and then do content creation on the side kind of live like a double life like nine to five and then fashion events at night like (laughs) Well, I also think maybe you could, like, even, I've seen, like, some people say, like, you should make your passions full-time and then do, like, your full-time, like, as a side, and maybe you could do something like that where you do your content creation full-time, and then you just get, like, a side hustle on the side with fashion, and that's something, like, do you, so, like, do you do any side hustles or anything that makes you happy aside from doing social media and your agency like what do you do that makes you feel happy it makes you feel like okay I can breathe I can take a break from that um definitely my fashion blog um I don't make money from that like consistently enough it's just money off of like ads on my blog so it kind of is like a side writer yeah I didn't know that I'm a writer too and you have a blog I had, I had a blog and the blog turned into, I turned it into the podcast Mm -hmm. because I was just like, you should consider doing a podcast. Actually, that would be, I've, I've been getting, gotten told that, but I'm like, I don't know if I would be good at that. Like talking (laughs) to myself. Like, I just feel like someone is going to listen to this and be like, when is she going to stop talking? (laughs) Like, (laughs) people think that about me all the time. (laughs) but there's certain things that you can do you can add in like music a little transition and like do I don't know like little commercials but I feel like yeah as a, so have you always been a writer yeah that was actually what I started um before that was my first like that's my baby like my blog is my baby I started that right after I graduated like literally the week after I graduated high school I was like surprise guys like I have a blog 
Yes, like I was working on it like secretly before graduation. And then the week after I graduated, I was like, this is my project, like this is my baby. And I started I started my blog. It's called Glamour and Guide. And that was it's just about like fashion and getting into the industry. And if there is like a fashion week show that I really like, I'll digest it on the um, blog and talk a little bit more about it. I do interviews as well on there. So that was, that was what I started. And I look at that as an outlet when I am overwhelmed with everything else. I'm like, I'm just going to go on my blog and I'm just going to write. I'm just going to talk about this. And I, um, I have someone like one of my friends was like, it kind of reminds them of like Poosh from Kourtney Kardashian, but I don't talk like about like health and stuff. It's literally just like fashion, but yeah, definitely. That's a great outlet for me to just like word dump everything that I'm thinking about and so do you update that like weekly how often do you update it yeah I post every week um for the past I think like month I did not post on the Instagram for it because I try to market people from the from my Instagram like blog page over to the actual blog but I write on there every week so that's great. Yeah. Everyone go check that out. Get some fashion tips. I know I need some fashion tips. Because I feel like sometimes I'm just like, you know, I'm just gonna throw whatever off. And I wish I made a video about this where I was like, can someone help me with fashion? Because I know nothing about it. And like, was that something that you were interested in since you were like little where you were just like putting stuff together and you like you loved fashion since you were little and were passionate about it? Yeah, that's actually what I wrote my essay about to get into FIT. They were like, why do you want to come here? And then I just talked about how ever since I was younger, my grandma, she would always dress up like whether we were going to church or she was taking us out to eat, she would always be like dressed up and she just always had really awesome style. I remember she had like a trunk in her closet of just heels, like a trunk of heels. And every time I would sleep over her house with my cousin and my sister, we would dump the basket like out on the floor, try on everything. And our feet were like this big. And and we were just walking around in the heels. We would drape like blankets over us. And we were like, this is the Met Gala in here. <laughs> So, okay, before we, like, end, I want to know, what is your best advice you can give to my listeners when it comes to them wanting to get into the industry of influencing? Um, Definitely, not everyone is watching you. Like, you are definitely going to be afraid that people are looking at you or that they're judging you. I'm telling you, it's all in your head. Like, a lot of people, like if you're taking pictures in New York or something, someone was going to look at you for five seconds and then you're never going to see them again. Like just post whatever you want and just post online like whatever makes you happy. It's it's definitely really scary in the beginning. Try to be consistent and you are going to reap the rewards and the benefits of all your hard work. Even if you have to do a ton of like free collaborations or free things in the beginning, you are going to reap the rewards a year or even like a year and a half from then. So. Yeah, no, I think that's great advice. I also think like it can help with easing some of that pressure you might feel in the beginning or even some of that anxiety, just being able to just put yourself out there and do it. Like what's the worst that can happen. Exactly. And um, 
I know when I started off, like when I started my podcast, it was interesting because I had a group of friends that almost the same thing that I was like, oh, I want to do this. And now I have my show and this is what I want to do. And it was interesting for me because like none of them congratulated me. It was almost like they went silent and then it was, yeah. And I ended up losing a group of friends because of it. Cause I realized like they just weren't, didn't have their best interest in me and why have people around that and, like, supportive that aren't supportive. And so I think also like just supporting yourself, surrounding yourself around people who are going to be supportive of you. And do you do that? Like, do you have a good support system? Yes, I I definitely have like my my small group of friends before in high school it was a lot bigger like everybody else but then once you start pursuing what you want you kind of see like who's who's cheering you on right and then and who like, waiting for you to yeah come. exactly and then who else is like low-key like kind of being like a hater or just like right. talking behind you behind your back exactly and then when that happens you just gotta cut them off like yeah exactly it sounds so rude to say but that's what I had to do because I'm like they're not being supportive where they add into your life you know so exactly you know, gotta, exactly and then cut them off I do want to say thank you again for coming on the show and just giving us a little bit more background on you of course and some insight and where can my listeners find you on social media yeah thank you for having me thank you so much <laughs> Um, my TikTok, Pinterest, and Instagram handle is Pamela M. Valdez, and my blog is Glamour and Guide, and my agency for creators who want to find opportunities out there for free is Valdez Agency. Thank you, and you guys can find me at Raquel Alfaro, that's R-A-Q-U-E-L-L-A-L-F-A-R-O, on my regular personal page. And then the podcast page at I Wasn't Ready for This Podcast. And thank you for listening, guys. And thank you again, Pamela, for joining. Yeah, thank you.